Welcome to the Well Hello Magic Podcast, hosted by me, Jessica Mickelson. My goal is to teach you how to have a memorable Disney vacation. As a mom of four, military wife, and lifelong Disney goer, I want to share the magic of the parks with you and help you experience that magic at home too. You can find me at Well Hello Magic on all social media platforms. And my main hub is www.wellhellomagic.com, which has everything you need for a successful Disney trip and more. Thank you for listening. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, Disney family, we are halfway to the holidays, and I'm here to share with you all the fun stuff headed to Walt Disney World. For my family, traveling during the holiday season at Walt Disney World, it really does not get any better. It's like putting magic on top of magic and then putting sprinkles on top. We love that time of year. When we used to only go to the parks once a year, we always pick the week after Thanksgiving because we miss the Thanksgiving crowds and we don't have the huge rush of the December crowds yet because kids are still in school. So we would take our kids out during that period of time, go to the parks, enjoy all the magic that Disney has to offer during the holiday season, but head out before the crowds got really high. Now, since COVID, this period has been really busy, but This year, I feel like the parks are leveling out, so I'm hoping that it will return to its glory of those two weeks being the low crowd weeks. So last week, Disney made a bunch of announcements and let us know what holiday parties are coming back, new holiday parties, and even gave us a sneak peek of merchandise and some food items that are going to be available during the holiday season. So we will cover each of those sections. We'll talk a little bit of how to do it with your family and with kids. I'll talk about which party I'm hoping to attend this year and give you tips on how to really enjoy that holiday season and everything Disney has to offer. So let's start with Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. I love this event. It is one of my favorite after hours events. I do like this more than the Halloween party only because I feel like it's less rushed. I do like the fireworks show and the stage show for the Halloween party more than the Christmas party because it's just unlike anything else you've seen at Halloween. But the Christmas parade is so special and I love it. And Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks Show is a wonderful fireworks show. There's also going to be two stage shows and two parades. So that is entertainment for the evening. You want to plan that accordingly with the group that you have. If you have littles, you want to catch the first one. If your kids are a little bit older, catch the second one. It's less crowded and you have more space to roam around and you can get on some more rides while everyone is watching these shows. Then there's the dance parties. This is the best way to meet characters at these events. If you choose to meet a character, my daughter last year met Scrooge, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck and Minnie, we waited almost an hour to meet those characters. We planned it so it was at the very beginning of the party. That way we were in line before the party started for about 30 minutes and then it took us 30 minutes to get through the line. She was so happy she met them, but she was like, well, I could have done without that, even though it was pretty cool to get a meet and greet with Scrooge. 
So the dance parties are Disney Junior Jingle Jam and Club Tencel. Disney Junior Jingle Jam is held over at Pete's Silly Sideshow. It's underneath the circus tent over there. There is Vampirina, Doc McStuffin, Fancy Nancy, and Timon. They rotate coming out and dancing with the kids. There's a DJ over there. My daughter truly enjoyed it. Doc McStuffin held her hand for like 15 minutes and danced around with her. It's a great place for the littles and also to get out of any weather elements. In December, there's less likelihood of rain versus Halloween time. There's a high chance of rain during that whole season, but we still love that area and it's such a fun time. Then you have the Club Tinsel which is located over in Cosmic Rays. In the main room, you'll have reindeer, elves, and polar bears. They'll dance with you, have Christmas songs. It's really loud in that main room, but if you wanted to go out, remember Cosmic Rays is a really big dining area. It's two like winged off areas where you can eat. There's also a restroom in the back. So it's a great place to like sit down if you just need a break from walking around the party. But just remember that main room is super loud. Then, of course, you have specialty characters that are decked all over the park in their Christmas outfits. They're super cute. But with meeting characters, like I said before, you really have to prioritize if that is important to you. And if you do it, do it at the beginning of the party. If you head to www.wellhelloDisney.com, I have so many blogs over planning the Christmas party, especially if you have kids, little kids especially, where you have to say, okay, we want to meet Mickey or we want to see Minnie and plan out that time so you're not wasting all of your time in line. And you can make it to the cookie stations, which are so fun because there are all these different kinds of drinks from apple cider to hot chocolate and then snickerdoodle cookies, chocolate chip cookies, mint cookies. So you want a chance to go around and get those. And those are complimentary with attending the party. The last two things I want to make sure that you also do at this party is get some of the photo ops. They have some really cute photo pass opportunities with your family. And it's so fun to do it and look back on those memories because the pictures, even though they're cheesy, they are super cute. Then all the rides have these overlays on them that are Christmas time rides. And the number one thing that you will love is walking down Main Street with the snope falling down on you in the evening. It's just truly magical. So for those of you who remember the castle dream lights when Elsa would light the castle and the icicle lights would come down, that is not happening again this year. And with it not happening this year, I just think it's not returning, which breaks my heart. It was one of my favorite things to watch Elsa light the castle with those icicle lights. They did say there's a frozen themed holiday light show at the castle. So I don't know what that means. I know for sure it's not the icicle lights. I'm sure it will be spectacular, but honestly, there really wasn't anything more magical than those icicle lights lighting the castle. In my opinion, I think Disney's like, I don't I don't want to pay people to do that. I don't want to pay them to get up there and put all those lights on when we can just do a projection show and it will look cool. But I get it. I get it. It's a lot of work probably. So then let's talk about the newest party coming to Hollywood Studios, Jollywood Nights. I was so excited when I saw this because, again, I'm kind of in my... I'm starting to love Hollywood Studios era again. It's coming back to its original glory. 
um, phase right now. And the thought of having like a Christmas party there where they want you to dress to impress with Sunset Boulevard and Hollywood Boulevard, I can already picture my outfit now. So I am like, how can I get myself to this party? My question is, is this party going to be super kid friendly? Would I want to do it as adults only? I'm just a little confused. And that's why I wish I could plan to be at the first party. Maybe I can to scope it out. Maybe my husband and I can go down and just stay for a night and fly back. I don't know. I I want to go so bad. So let me run through some of the things that Disney announced that is going to be at this party that we have never experience before. So let's talk about the musical variety show hosted by Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy at Theater of the Stars with special appearances from Princess Tiana, Belle, and it says more. So I have no clue who that's going to be, but I think that sounds amazing to have a show that is hosted by Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. I feel like the Muppets need their chance to come back. My daughter watches the Baby Muppets show on Disney Junior, so it's still like in the very forefront of her mind. But I feel like if you don't have a Disney Junior kid, you've kind of put them up. It's in the back of your mind. And so I feel like this show really will highlight them and bring them back to the forefront. Then you have the show that's going to be at the Hyperion Theater. It's going to be a spirited sing-along. So I'm assuming that means Christmas or holiday spirited. That is the theater that houses the Frozen Ever After sing-along where Elsa and Anna and Kristoff and Olaf all make appearances and you have two guest hosts that take you along the story of Frozen. So I'm assuming it's going to be something similar. I don't know if Elsa and Anna are going to be there. If I get more information, I'll definitely update everyone. I feel like it'd be fitting since it is the wintry theme and Elsa does do something at Magic Kingdom. So maybe she'll be at Hollywood Studios too. I don't know, but it sounds like it's going to be a good time. Another show that's returning is Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, which is a seasonal nighttime spectacular that is jam-packed with music, special effects, and dazzling state-of-the-art projections. There's usually a little bit of fireworks that go along with it. We actually went to the dessert party back in 2018 for this. I know some people are a little upset because Disney has now put this behind a paywall, as they said, and you won't be able to see it on regular nights. In 2018, we just saw it as part of, you know, the park experience. We did pay for a dessert party, but that's also when we learned that we really shouldn't be paying for dessert parties with little kids. But I'm excited to see the show again. I'm glad that it's back. I don't know what they're going to do on the regular nights, if they're just going to keep the same show, if it's not the Christmas party. But again, this adds another element of that holiday fun. Okay, so let's talk about some other entertainment at Hollywood Studios. And this is where it's going to be so hard for me if I had kids there because I would want to run to all these places just so I could get a little glimpse. And if I was planning this party with kids, I definitely would have to pick the priorities for what they want to do, what our family wants to do. So here's the list. And again, if you have kids, it might be a little tricky because you can't do it all, but 
if I went with just my spouse, maybe we could go and do a little taste of everything. So as you walk into Hollywood Studios on Hollywood Boulevard, there's going to be a DJ spinning holiday mixes. Then over in Echo Lake, it's going to be a throwback bash, which is very fitting. You have 50s primetime over there. Hollywood and Vine over there. Gertie is over there. You're going to be able to see Powerline Max, Phineas and Ferb. You head over to Commissary Lane, which is like that street that is right by the Chinese Theater. And that is going to be a lively Latin street fair with holiday flair. I am wondering if it's going to be kind of like, you know, how the citizens of Hollywood used to be out in the park, but a Latin version and you have music going and there's dancing in the streets. I don't know. I kind of see a holiday West Side Story. Maybe that's my imagination. Maybe Disney will live up to the hype. I'm not sure. Then over by Hollywood Brown Derby, that is going to turn into like a jazz lounge, which is so fitting and would be so, so fun. And then at the Hollywood Tower of Terror Courtyard, there's going to be an otherworldly soiree. So I'm thinking there's going to be like live ghosts over there, but it's going to be a holiday party. So that sounds like so much fun. All of the, I want to see all of it. I want to be at all of this. This is so much to do. And I don't know how I would do this with kids, but I definitely would be running all over the park if I was just with my partner. So then, of course, the last thing is there will be rides and you'll be able to get all of those with diminished wait times. Rise of the Resistance will use a virtual queue, which is awesome. You'll be able to enter that queue at 6 p.m. the same way as Tron. It's very necessary, especially for these events, because sometimes Rise of the Resistance will still have a longer wait time. I tend to stay away from the rides during these events because my ticket that I'm paying for is to experience the party. So a lot of times I will get on a couple of rides, maybe at the end of the night after I've experienced everything I want to experience. Again, this one would be a tricky one with kids because I think I would want to enjoy some of the shimmering cocktails and all the events going on. I really wouldn't want to wait in line for any characters. And I definitely don't want to get on a bunch of rides because I want to hit all the different neighborhoods. So I'm going to try to find a way to get to this event and experience it. I will keep you posted on my social media if I do get a ticket for it. But this jolly holiday sounds like a lot of fun. So let's keep talking about the parks and talk about different things that you're going to see during the holidays that aren't necessarily only available at an after hours event. Animal Kingdom has this really adorable thing called the Merry Menagerie, which are adorable puppets that are all these different types of animals. They are a white and silver color. You may think, okay, it's just like puppets. Like I can see the person holding them, but they're actually really adorable. They create really cute pictures and it's just a fun experience and something extra to add to the holiday season. Also, each of the different areas are decorated differently. And if you're in Africa or Asia, you're going to see African-inspired Christmas or holiday decorations. And the same thing when you're over in Asia. Animal Kingdom has a very tasteful way of incorporating all the holiday seasons without it being directly like slammed in your face. 
So moving on to my favorite park, Epcot, you have Festival of the Holidays happening in December. It's about a six-week festival. It is probably tied for me with Festival of the Arts, but I love all the peppermint, the chocolate, the drinks with the glitter in it, the baked goods. It's just the best time of the year at Epcot, and you really can enjoy the food booths as a full family because there's so many treats available. Then one of my favorite events at Epcot is called the Candlelight Processional. It is basically the storytelling of Jesus, and it's done with a full-on choir. There's a narrator who is typically some kind of guest or celebrity narrator. When my son and I went in 2018, it was the voice of the beast, and he did an excellent job narrating the story. If you have been here a while, you know that I am Christian, so the storytelling of Jesus is very fitting for me during the Christmas holiday. But I have a really good friend who's atheist and she still loves this concert because it's put on so well it's so beautifully done the choir is amazing so even if you're not christian you don't need to be christian to enjoy this story it's still such a good concert So another thing you don't want to miss out on the holiday season is all of the resorts. There are some really beautifully decorated resorts during Christmas time. Of course, we're going to start with the Grand Floridian, and it's currently going through a remodel right now. So I'm assuming that it will be done before the holiday season just because it's such a hot spot for people to go and see because they have the giant tree. The lobby is beautifully decorated. I really cannot wait to see this renovation. We stayed at the Grand Floridian for Easter because, of course, it's just like fitting for Easter. You can't get more bougie than the Grand Floridian and Easter combined. But the new DVC Grand Floridian room is so beautiful. Like if they're going to redo the lobby and kind of carry out that Mary Poppins elegance Victorian theme, I cannot wait to see this lobby. And then I wonder if they're going to change out the tree, maybe add a little bit of color um, because the rooms have a lot of like this teal color, light blue, some little pink and white in it. I mean, the, the new grand rooms are amazing. I loved staying there. I will definitely be back to stay at them again. So I'm excited to see this remodel of the lobby. Hopefully this means that the tea room will open again. And finally, we'll get 1900 Park Fair back open. They better have like remodeled that top to bottom and it will look amazing whenever they bring back those um, character meals there as well. But I digress. Anyway, the Grand Floridian is beautiful during the holidays. You want to definitely check it out. So your next resort that you're going to want to definitely check out is going to be Wilderness Lodge. We own DVC. We own Copper Creek at Wilderness Lodge. And the reason we even bought it was because we knew we would want to stay there over Christmas. It is one of the most difficult reservations to get because it is so beautifully decorated. It's a Pacific Northwest themed resort. And then it has a giant tree in the middle of the lobby. Then you have fireplaces there. So they have a really big fireplace in the lobby. There is a second hidden fireplace on the second floor. It's just so warm and cozy and screams Christmas. I just love it there. It is one of my favorite places. I'm so glad that's one of our home resorts. So make sure you check it out. So then there is Animal Kingdom Lodge, Jumbo House specifically. It has another big, beautiful tree. It is another one of our favorite resorts, hence why we bought DVC at this resort as well. It is beautiful during Christmas. You definitely want to do a resort there as well. I'm going to add a couple just to round it out. So 
Beach Club has a really cool gingerbread carousel that they do every year, and it's motorized. So you definitely can hop over and look at that. The Contemporary Resort has the large, the tallest, I guess largest and tallest tree at Walt Disney World. It is actually outside of the resort. It is enormous and so cool to see. So you definitely want to go over there and check it out. Then you have Grand Destino Tower at Coronado Springs, another big and beautiful tree. All resorts are going to be decorated for at some capacity for Christmas. It's going to have Christmas trees everywhere. There's going to be holiday decorations. We love it here during the holidays. It's just some of the resorts stick out more than the others, which are the ones that I listed out. But nothing is quite as special as Fort Wilderness Campground. That place is amazing during Christmas because the people who are staying there get so into the holiday spirit. They decorate all the front lawns there. There's a ton of inflatables. You can do carriage rides. It's just such a special place at Christmas time. If you can make it over there on your Walt Disney World trip so that you can just see all the decorations that are there. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. Stop in and get some treats. They have food trucks there on Thursdays. Typically, they have a cupcake truck. It just is the best place. And with the remodel of Trails Inn, they will have, it's supposed to be like an open shopping type area. So we'll see what that looks like once it gets closer to the end of summer and they've completed that renovation. But Christmas at Walt Disney World, it really is the most magical time in the most magical place. You will not regret ever seeing Walt Disney World at Christmas time. One last Christmas activity that I'm going to talk about is the Christmas activity at Disney Springs. They do have a Christmas tree trail, the Christmas tree stroll, where you can go on a scavenger hunt and they have about 20 trees that are decorated and there's QR codes, there's a pamphlet to follow along, but it gives you a nice activity that you can do at Disney Springs if you're heading over there to eat dinner and you want an activity before or after that the kids can be a part of. You will not be able to finish it in one go. It's just too long of an activity, but it is really fun and it gives you something to do there. Just remember, Florida is cold in December, so you want to dress accordingly, especially if you're going to have a late evening. Florida in December is just so different because they have moisture in the air. So even though it says like 60 degrees, it feels so much colder because it's that weird damp cold. So definitely bring a coat if you're not used to being cold. Even my family that is from um, the Northeast, we live in Pennsylvania, very acclimated to cold weather. We took some form of jacket. I didn't wear a heavy jacket, but my kids actually pulled out like their heavier jackets because they got cold in the evenings. Well, that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and it gives you some ideas for the holiday season as we start to enter the planning timeline for that. I can't believe that we are halfway through the year and Christmas is only six months away. So I know those holiday Disney trips are going to sneak up on us and happen a lot sooner. Check the Disney website for when tickets go on sale. If you follow me on socials, I will definitely be posting that so that way you are prepared. Thanks again for listening and have a magical rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss the next episode. And if you have a moment, I would love a review. Find me on social media at Well Hello Magic. Until next time, have a magical day.